Welcome back for another episode of Lead with Purpose podcast with me, Shishin Young, where we talk about purpose, marketing, mindset, and how to launch, grow, and scale a purpose-driven business. Right, in today's episode, we've got Jez Wood with us from Cove Properties. Uh, which is an investment company uh, with over 40 millions in property. And Jez is also a mentor at Progressive um, Property and has got a plethora of different experiences in uh, within entrepreneurship, ranging from project management, fundraising, marketing, you name it, he's got it all. So welcome, Jez. Thanks so much. Really delighted to be here and um, yeah, excited for this conversation and where it's going to take us. Yeah, well, let's see where we're gonna where this is gonna take us. Um, so, first of all, can I just ask you a little bit about? Um, have you always been in property, Jens? No, so property is a fairly new kind of iteration to my career uh, from the last um, kind of four years. Um, prior right. to that, I was in um, essentially the the sort of charity um, stroke corporate sector. Um, uh, but always with a, a kind of commercial leaning. So mm-hmm. although I was working for charities, um, I always was working with large corporate companies. Um, so yeah, always in that sort of corporate social responsibility um, space. And then I ran a social enterprise training cafe for a few years. Um, and then I actually um, also had a time in hospitality as well so I had my own catering business for a a while and then I also ran a um a fairly large new um coffee um coffee shop and and cafe um for for a year which was fully in the and the kind of you know private sector um Mm -hmm. so yeah my my I suppose my experiences um is kind of broad um but it's it's always, you know, I did a business degree, so it's always had that um, that business slant to it, and you know, there's, but there's definitely been a an entrepreneurial activity and pursuit throughout it, um, but then with a leaning to, you know, making imp- impact and and you know, and the charitable space as well. All right, cool. So can we can I just go back to your property business? How did you get into that? Because from everything that you just mentioned before, and now you're in property, and you're doing really well as well with, uh, you've got what, 40 million plus in property portfolio for your clients now? Yeah, that's our clients. So yeah, we've we've secured 40 million pounds worth of of property for them over the last sort of um, three and a half years. Uh, And we've got our own, you know, portfolio as well. And Mm so yeah, we've we, I suppose we've we've grown you know fairly quickly, and we've just actually launched a, a furniture um in, in you know interiors company on the side as well um mm-hmm. to you know support our, what we do, which is kind of an end to end process for clients. How I got into property was I had a bit of a um I suppose an early midlife crisis in some ways, and was kind of just felt a little bit kind of lost in my um, my career. Um, I thought hospitality was you know, I was trying to follow my passion. I had a real big passion for hospitality, for, you know, for food and drink and essentially creativity because I'm, I'm quite a creative person. Again, that entrepreneurial um, aspect. But that kind of didn't really work out 
I didn't, you know, hospitality is a grueling industry. Mm. Um, you know, working for other people in that space, you know, I've worked for other people for like three, three and a bit years, made me realize how difficult it is um, mm. and how how hardcore really you have to be how resilient you have to be to um to cope with it um which is you know it is quite a it can be quite an onslaught because essentially you're just firefighting all the time Mm. Mm. and so I came out of that a bit disillusioned and didn't really know what to do myself went to um India actually for just some time out and read a couple of pivotal books which was Rich Dad Poor Dad and um, four hour work week, which really turned my sort of perspective of, I suppose, work um, and personal finance kind of upside down. Um, And both of those books talk about, I suppose, control, having control of your, putting destiny into your own hands, I think is Mm -hmm. one, you know, one concept, but also ensuring that you've got passive income and a variety of revenue streams in order to give you the life you want Mm. and that's where you know I didn't mean to read them together but they are very complimentary books because Tim Ferriss talks about in for our work week he talks about lifestyle design and you know designing your and setting up your business around a certain life that you want and obviously in Rich Dad Poor Dad he talks about property as a as a vehicle for gaining passive income in order to give mm-hmm. you the life that you want so they're essentially saying they've got the same message so though at that time it completely resonated with me because I came out of you know three years in hospitality which were I was working 60 70 hours a week sometimes it was very physically demanding like mentally draining you know at times my friends were like this job's killing you kind of thing and I was just exchanging time for money. And it made me think, although, you know, in the social enterprise cafe, I was, you know, making an impact and and there was some great, you know, it was a really inspiring team. You know, the people I work with are amazing around the whole charity in itself. And, you know, it was great working with um, the sort of, you know, end users and service users making an impact. It still was a very demanding job. And, you know, I'm sure we're touching it later, but, you know, it pulls you in two different directions. That's what, you know, running a social enterprise like that. So it's very demanding. And that's why only, you know, probably two years was, you know, it's probably like you can only have a finite time in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, but even in hospitality in general, you know, it's a finite space, um, which you can, you can kind of cope with it without burning out. And I kind of mm-hmm. was on the edge of burnout. So I was, I kind of was uh, a crossroads and needed to I suppose make a decision about where I wanted to take my life and I think before that I was always about other people you know I wanted to make an impact on other people but I didn't necessarily think about myself and didn't Mm -hmm. think about where I wanted to be what I wanted to do so I that's what reading those books gave me that perspective that if I you know control um my life and 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 create that the life that I want then I can better help people um Mm. and that's where you know I started to look into property because if I can create the those conditions through you know passive income streams and um, multiple streams of kind of revenue then I can then that gives me the safety net to then 
make a, a far wider impact um, rather than worrying about, you know, paying my rent, for example. So that, yeah. you know, um, is why I got into property, um, mainly because it was a, a passive income stream that I could really get on board with and made a lot of sense to me. Yeah. So do you now feel like you are where you need to be now when you're in, in almost like a fully commercial world of property? Uh, do you feel like this is you found your thing and do you feel like you are contributing more to others as well? Because you mentioned before you wanted to do this in order for you to then be able to contribute to others. Do you feel like you're doing that? Is that a balance that you're still trying to achieve? Or how do you feel? Because I, I sometimes interview people that are one or the other. Actually, often it's in the impact space. But the com more commercial people that, that I invite onto the podcast, they tend to get a bit lost with trying to achieve a financial freedom, but then lose the sense of purpose a little bit. Where are you on that journey? Yeah, I think I, I think uh, I'm very much it's still a long way to go. I mm. think the difference as to, I suppose, what I've kind of done since since that time, since that moment of, you know, being in India is that, you know, we've created a business as well as as well as built a portfolio and the, the portfolio is, you know, it's it's sort of fairly small in some ways it's not you know it's not giving us passive income to retire that's is what i mean by that so you know we're doing something business orientated in the property space as well as having as well as trying to building multiple income streams from and off the back of that um we're very much at the early stages of that we're three years in but it still feels like we've got so um such a long way to go in terms of like making an impact and um you know being where i need to be again i'm very I, i'm very much sort of at the early stages what i would say you know thinking about it kind of holistically and, and i suppose positively is that you know we're a you know an a small small company now employing we've got a, a i think 11 staff now so you know that that's one making an impact on people is by you know offering employment opportunities we our whole mission as a company is to help um you know our investors meet their financial goals so um and and their passive income goals so you know there is obviously an impact being made onto their lives and and you know these are you know they can be fairly you know what you would call my normal people they're just people who want you know to build a bit of a legacy for their their children and you know as a, as a pension part these aren't you know super you know super rich kind of you know investors from the middle east for example as the you know as a contrast so it's definitely um you know we're supporting those people mm -hmm. and we're providing high quality houses um for you know people to live in and that's part of our whole mission as a company as well is to actually make a difference in the in, in the property space um by you know really changing the way that um for example like buy to let's done um because the old way of doing things was to take as many shortcuts as possible and just provide the shittest yeah. cheapest house going but you know we're we're all about um providing a quality home that we would be happy to live in um so 
again, I would say that we, you know, it's a very small impact, but you know, we're making an impact. And and also we do have um a we do give back as well. We give a percentage of our um for every every property that we secure for our clients we do um offer a, a, a percentage of our fees to crisis the homeless charity to help their mission to end homelessness so um we're trying to do our our bit um and i'm trying to do my bit i, I think mm. you know going and looking to the future you know i'm currently mentoring a, a progressive helping people on their property journey so i you know i'm i, I suppose i'm giving back there a little bit as well Mm. um and that's the sort of big goal for my podcast as well um mm. you know my podcast which will be launching um in autumn 2023 um you know all about all about failure and, and helping people to understand that um failure is is part of the the process within business and even with when you know within the sort of third sector as well and it shouldn't be feared and it shouldn't be scared and it's actually it's better to have some failure along the way because those setbacks will um, make you stronger and those lessons will actually um, make your whole business and, and set up and structure actually better for it. And that's the, you know, I'm, I'm getting stories from, you know, people that have gone through big challenges and, you know, part business partnerships imploding and businesses not working and, uh, you know, experiments in their business not working or you know pandemics coming and, and all of those kind of stories where people have been dealt quite significant um blows but they've come back and they've survived and they've got through it and they all say the message that they all say is that they are happy that that failure happened and they're better for it and that's the message that I you know want to bring out um as part of that podcast and actually help new um, entrepreneurs and inspiring entrepreneurs and new business people um, and share those lessons with them um, as a way of really helping to make a, a sort of positive impact on whoever listens. I think it sounds amazing um, because quite often we try to, I just spoke to a friend of mine, she was been texting me all morning, she wants to start a new business but she's a bit scared and she's a bit worried about taking the first step when am I doing the right thing I'd my advice to her was actually just go with it thinking thinking about it's not going to get it done so just go with it but she's so scared of failing so I think sharing those messages is really really important so I want to ask you know like when you before I'm just gonna like before you went to India you just quit your job is that right is that where yeah. you work at the cafe is this a social enterprise no this was uh, the the, the um, coffee company that I worked with after company. so yeah I, I left that um basically because it I was kind of I was a year into that I was kind of unhappy and it was making me unhappy and I was pretty much on the edge of burnout yeah so if you at that point if you could go back to where you were after reading your books do you think mm. you would have managed your life or your your work or your experience differently in in that point if you actually went back to that job I just rather than doing something new does that does that question you mean it, yeah if I hadn't read those books now if you did read those books when right. to I read this book yeah. went back to living your right. previous mm. job and life would you have done something differently I mean I, I probably just, I, I doubt I'll be sitting here talking to you right okay um because I I mean I, do you know what I don't know if I I don't know if I would have had done anything 
I don't know if I could have gone back because I read those books and it and because of the my mind at the time because of the experience that I had had and because of you know I was feeling kind of mentally exhausted yeah I don't think I there was any other conclusion that I would have made other than I need to make a significant change and I need to do something you know quite differently here yeah um you know I was probably I don't know sort of 12 no yeah 12 13 years into my kind of work career right. and you know probably a, a sort of quarterly point and I realized that what I'd been doing previously you know was probably not it was a little bit unfocused mm-hmm. it was it was without much thought you know I I I came out of university and I didn't really know what I wanted to do so mm-hmm. but I knew I kind of wanted to kind of give back um and so that going into the uh, charity sector and the third sector made the most sense to me but also finding a job that allowed me to kind of work also with businesses and in that commercial space was where I fell into but it made actually made a lot of sense because of you know my business degree but I still kind of fell into it and I didn't really have any clear direction about where I was going Mm. um so I'd kind of been drifting for quite a long time without much thought um and I think and I'm I'm quite a sort of thoughtful and I, I suppose planned person and strategic but I think in my career up to that point hadn't been very planned or strategic and I think that taking that time out and reading those books and actually having that space actually was the first time I properly stepped back and thought actually what do I want my life to look like and how does my work fit into that so just reconfirmed for you really actually what you were doing prior to that point was not right rather than thinking how could I've done it differently yeah that's when we read books or like get this new ideas you kind of go oh yeah I could go back and then shift this Mm. and that maybe that would work better but oh right yeah no I yeah yeah, no I, I I kind of knew that that because the thing was when I when I had my own catering business before I joined the social enterprise cafe I was thinking similar to your friend in some ways mm. I want to start my own you know business I want to run you know my own space I want to have my own bricks and mortar cafe but I was very very you know I wasn't of the mindset I've got now I was very risk averse didn't want to take that plunge because I would have to quit my job and go all in and you know going all in on a on a on a bricks and mortar cafe space is quite a big investment and I was kind of held back by all that fear and all that doubt of well where am I going to get their money from just so many questions and it was just risk that I just felt that everything was a risk so therefore I just took the easy option which was to go and work for someone else mm-hmm. but I still always thought at the time like people don't make any margin in in hospitality and so that was also a, a kind of doubt in my mind. And then working for other people confirmed that it's really difficult to make any money in hospitality and the margins are so slim. And that was before the pandemic and it's even worse now. So um, thinking back, you know, the only other way, the only other change that I could have made uh, rather than working for other people was to have my own you know, place. But I knew that 
having my own place would be even what harder because there would be a lot more there's a lot more pressure on you running your own business mm. where you know the margins are so slim which is what hospitality is so yeah I don't think there was any other routes that I could have taken other than you know my own business or don't do this entirely and I obviously chose not to do it entirely and move on to property yeah okay so can we um talk a little bit about failure I, I, I love that topic and I can't wait to hear your podcast as well what what made you want to launch this uh podcast and also what failures have you got to share with us um today that kind of made a maybe a pivotal change in your life was there anything that you remember like gosh that failure really taught me something what have you learned from your own failures and is there mm. anything specific mm. you can share with us yeah I, I start on the first bit what inspired me to launch it was because I, it's been a, a, a sort of idea that I've had for a few years now um, and finally sort of had some time and, and brain space to, to sort of think about it this year and start uh, moving forward with it. Um, I think it's just, in terms of launching it, it's because it's the sort of podcast I would want to listen to because I love listening to entrepreneurial stories. And there's a great podcast, which is kind of like inspired me a little bit called How I Built This. Um, really great part I rec highly recommend it it tells the stories of um, you know big business um, from startup to how they got to big business or um, even small businesses and their kind of story it's really well done um, but there's that's all about success and yes they talk about some you know some setbacks on the way but that you know I feel that there's so much to learn from from failure um, and there is quite a lot of failure podcasts out there already. However, none of them actually focus on business failure. A lot of them are about personal failure and personal setbacks. But, you know, for me, as a, you know, as a business leader and entrepreneur, I want to be hearing the stories of where businesses have got it wrong, where, the, you know, people have made decisions that haven't worked, where they've made assumptions that that, that have gone awry. Um because that I know that those lessons would really um, help me. Um, so I think that's really the inspiration for it is that it's something that I wanted to listen to. And I know that's always a good starting point. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, Tim Ferriss always puts it in a way that he says something like scratch your own itch. And that's a really mm -hmm. good starting point. Um, and, and that's, so that's why I wanted to start that um, in terms of like, you know, failure in, in my life. Yeah, I mean, I've had, I suppose, you know, setbacks. It depends how you define sal uh, failure, right? Um, but if we're looking at things that haven't, you know, haven't worked, um, definitely that that job that I had, you know, working for that coffee company, you know, that was quite a kind of big failure at the time um i on a kind of personal level i don't i don't think i got it right uh mm -hmm. you know i wasn't resilient enough i wasn't you know but it's difficult to be resilient when you're working six days a week isn't it um yeah. nine hours a day um but i think the failure there was that from a personal level that um i didn't understand the structure 
that you have to have in terms of like resilience that um that I've got now so I wasn't mm -hmm. looking after myself enough I probably wasn't right. get, you know I wasn't getting enough sleep I wasn't doing enough you know I didn't have like a you know quite a strict like exercise regime I wasn't you know um you know meditating I wasn't doing gratitude journal all the stuff that I do now in order to make me a better version uh, of myself kind of every day that mm -hmm. wasn't the attitude and the outlook that I had then um yeah. so that's why I didn't succeed in that job um and that's why I wasn't able to cope with the intensity of that um and that's why it made me unhappy because essentially I was just kind of burnt out by it um mm. and you know I, I I suppose I have to take some responsibility for that as much as you know that that business as well so um and and that business wasn't uh was, was sort of struggling as well um and that was yeah I mean I don't know was that a failure I mean it was sort of a new business you know it, I, we just launched it at sort of nine ten months in um so you know it always takes a while to get trajectory in, in a new business especially one that um you know is a new, new space new environment and yeah. um I think a lot of a lot of failure that I've had recently we're talking to bring it up to new to date is or a lot of challenge but I suppose you could sort of call it failure as well is is around recruitment and picking right. the right people um you know we've recruited quite a lot of people over the last three years and before that I, I thought my my I suppose intuition about recruiting was was pretty spot on I I, I my track record is fairly good and it's all gone to shit in this in this uh in in this kind of job over the last um few years and it, you know we've um yeah w we've made a lot of mistakes and had a lot of sort of failures around uh around recruitment and hiring the wrong people um and I was even talking to our business coach about this last week because yeah. it, it's still an ongoing pattern and there's a yeah, there is a failure there around. Um, I don't know what it is. Is it our process? Is it our training and support and induction? Is it uh, the package that we're offering? Is it the type of role that we're offering? Is it our expectations? Is it uh, is our business too complex? I don't know. But there's been so many failures from getting the wrong people in and I've have had so much pain over mm. from that in the last three years it's all kind of a journey isn't it I mean there was this saying there is no such thing as failure only feedback and we keep learning from them and that's the whole point with all of this that's happening uh, but it sounds like your journey in the last few years really has taken you from a point where you were pretty lost to a point where you are now succeeding in your uh, property business. You're about to launch this podcast. There's lots of great things happening. Now, if I wanted to um, follow your journey, see, when were you launching your podcast anyway? Uh, it's going to be... That date? No, not yet. It's going to be in the autumn. In the autumn quite vague give us a date <laughs> yeah. yeah I haven't actually got because I haven't actually planned it yet uh when it's going to be so no I need to do I need to get on that 
in the autumn. So if we need to follow your journey and want to follow you in terms of your property, could you, where do we find you? Uh, how do we work with you uh, within your property business? I want to find out a lot more about COVID as well. I haven't spoken to you very much about that, but I know that you're doing really well. Some amazing work within your property business and for your clients. How do we find you? So um, across all channels, it's at Cove Properties. So that's K-O-V-E and properties, um, plural. Um, and then I'm at Jeswood um, on Instagram and Facebook, and I'm on LinkedIn as well. So um, yeah, do do connect. And um, I'll be launching the, um, the podcast called Thriving in Failure. Um, that will be uh, have its own youtube channel and then i will be uh you know promoting that through uh, my own social media channels as well fantastic i look forward to reading or listening more on that on failure actually I re i'm really nosy i really want to hear how people fail and then how they bounce back so i think it'll be really great and uh, thank you so much for your time jess and uh, i will speak to you soon hopefully we'll get you back to speak about property more specifically next time <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like we've only just touched the surface. So yeah, no, I really um, appreciate, you know, your, your time and having me on and um, yeah, I look forward to speaking to you again. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you would like more tips, ideas, and thoughts on how to launch, grow, and scale a purpose-driven business, and also hear from other purpose-driven entrepreneurs about their journeys, Please follow the podcast and remember, lead with purpose.